roaches are bigger than beetles. Are they? Yes, you've never seen a roach. Don't don't ever question my my hood credibility when you don't know the size of a roach, Maybe sir. Maybe I don't know the size of a beetle. Because <laughs> beetles was too beetles scared to come to our crib. I think, be, I think beetles are smaller. <laughs> I'd like to welcome everybody out to the Stop. Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of Piedmont <laughs> Woods. Sir Piedmont. Uh, <laughs> Sir Piedmont oh, Chesterson wait. of <laughs> Wait, first. Wellington. First. <laughs> but you can call me Beef Wellington. <laughs> Let me first say that there's no alcohol involved with this podcast. I put a little alcohol a. in my tea. You got a little toddy? I going put a over little there? little dusty in there. <laughs> Little Some Sean Carter's Oh dusty. my goodness. I'm crying and we've been doing this for 20 seconds. It's been too hey, long. How's all this cold? Oh my goodness. But the fire is burning. <laughs> so baby. Let oh my goodness. Oh, all right. You are so, so funny. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> this is the Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of. <laughs> Beef Wellington. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so speaking of let it, letting it snow, let's get your your top three Christmas songs. Oh, top three. Let's, okay. Yeah. Let's um, let's share. I'll share some of mine. Okay. Can, let's alternate. Let's go. You I'll, go first. Oh, holy night. You want to sing a little snippet? No, I don't. Okay. But. It's a favorite. I tried it. Okay. Uh, My first would be uh, What Do the Lonely Do at Christmas? Mm. Yes, it's depressing, but it's a very soul. What do they do? What do they do? (laughs) It's a soulful song. (laughs) It is a soulful song. I mean, there are so many harmonies. There is a lot happening. Okay. What's your next one? Um, Oh, goodness. Next one. Um, uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. Mariah Carey. Okay. 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 That's my second. Uh, my second one is Santa Claus is a black man. Hey. Santa Claus is a black man, and I found out. Something. Okay. All right. Um. Ooh. Do you know what that song is about? Um. Someone discovering that Santa was indeed black. He was in the living room. <laughs> it was the Christmas kid, morning. It was the kid's dad. Mm. That's the thing that. Makes, and that's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Because he realizes yeah. there's no Santa Claus. It's my yeah, daddy. It's yes. my dad. He's the one. Santa, Daddy's Santa Claus. Santa don't come to the hood. Santa don't we come ain't to the got hood. no chimney. <laughs> no chimney. <laughs> and he ain't climbing through no windows. Mm-hmm. Um, third would be would probably be Silent Night, the Temptations mm-hmm. version. Or Let It Snow. It's a tie between Silent Night and Let It Snow. Well, I was going to say Let It Snow as well. So mm-hmm. we'll give you slight Silent Night. Okay. I'll take Let It Snow. Okay. And we got a six-track playlist. That's good. Boom. That's good. All right. So um, we've got some topics. We do have we, some we topics. We're going to go ahead and just jump in. Let's jump in. Let's so jump in. where do we start? All right. Let's start at Cardi B and Offset. Mm. Mm. So, for Everybody's those of you... second favorite, Migo. <laughs> yes. We all know number one is Quavo. Okay. Uh-huh. And the other guy's name is Takeoff, because they always take him yes. off of stuff. And it does look like you were left off bad at Bougie. Yes. 
Okay. So, um, for those of you who may not have heard, maybe you were on vacation in Iceland for the last month. <laughs> but Cardi B and Offset are broken up. Mm. They are getting a divorce. And how's that D? <laughs> It's the biggest slurp ever. <laughs> Did you hear it? Excuse you me. <laughs> I wasn't in the I microphone. Heard it. I, you were. You just didn't know it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Back to the story. Please. So, Cardi B announced that she and Offset were getting divorced. Mm. Um, okay. So, all of, you know, this happened. Nobody was quote unquote expecting it. Yeah. Then. Because they are hood goals. Because they are hood goals. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That, you found that, the bell. The bell's been bell sitting there for six months. For, for, just, for 17 you episodes. You just decided it should be It hit. should be used for something. Hey, we should use it. Okay. Like, we don't have sounders, but like when we something, don't. And, something and I've cool been wanting, happens. You know, I've been wanting sounders yeah, for a while. Yeah, we should use the bell. I don't know for what, though. Let's use the bell to get back to the story. You ready? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. So. Um, yes, Cardi B announced that they are getting divorced mm. and Offset then decided he was going to go on an apology tour. Mm. So. Tell me about this apology well, tour. Well, uh, he's been apparently, you know, adulterating all across <laughs> the country. Yes, I made that word up. <laughs> yes, I made it up. At first I thought you meant he was adulting. No. Like he was doing no, what not he was adulting. supposed to be doing. No, he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing. So Offset has been gallivanting ab- about the country doing what he wants with who he wants and Cardi B says she's had enough as she should and um now here's what I will say I have a question so yeah yes I have an answer when is enough because I don't follow like uh pop culture that much but I'm pretty sure that he had got caught cheating prior to yes so like you don't feel like this is new and maybe she knew so Okay, let's take that into consideration. Maybe she thought he was going to change. Maybe there were instances before they got married. Maybe many people thought there's no way this is going to last. Okay, Mm -hmm. maybe. Taking all of those things into account, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to say that there's no reason why he should be going on this manipulative apology tour. I'm going to bust into your show, Cardi, your headlining show for... What, not rolling, rolling, stone. rolling, rolling, rolling loud, out, rolling loud. loud. Yeah. Yes, rolling loud. Loud is a type yes. of uh, cannabis. Is that what it's? Is that what the title? Uh, I believe. I don't know. Means? I could be making it up, but oh. but there is weed that's called loud. And uh, first of all, how do you know all of these things about weed? Uh, because legalization is on its way. It is. I mean, it's legal in some. And uh, when I hear the word loud and rolling loud, mm-hmm. it makes me conjure someone taking the oh, weed wow. and rolling it but i don't know i could be wrong man you i you're probably right and i'm probably just missing from that sector of society right. so we'll get you there um yes so offset decided that he was going to first he apologized on at somebody's show let's just say it's, it wasn't uzi vert he's always my default person <laughs> i don't know who it was but like they were on stage and they had the audience saying you know cardi take him back or something okay mm-hmm. then the biggest shenanigan was that he showed up at the rolling loud show right. walked on stage and there are several things wrong with this we're going to cover all of it. so okay. he walks on stage he has the stage hands roll these displays out i don't know if they were cakes or roses or whatever and they say take me back cardi um 
you know, completely stops the show. And you can tell, I'm sure that there at some point or at this point is a zoomed in <laughs> video or meme of her face when all of this is happening because she was not here for it. She stopped. She's looking at him. She looks irritated. She looks frustrated. She looks like she can't believe this is happening. And um, he goes, I guess he's, I really haven't heard a very clear version of his audio, but he's, I'm assuming, apologizing, saying, you know, oh, I want you to come back, blah, blah, blah. And the body language and the facial expressions mm -hmm. and everything, she's just not, she's just very frustrated that this is happening. I couldn't hear what he was saying either, but her face her was face saying, was very telling. Uh, absolutely not, and why are you at my job? Why are you at my job? How I feed our daughter? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? So how I feel about this, and I would love to hear your input, is that it's, it's manipulative. It is... Um, selfish it is extremely selfish for him to do all of this now i'm sure i i won't say i'm sure i would assume he's maybe also doing some apologies privately mm -hmm. or whatever but it's his actions led to this um result of them getting divorced and the fact that he's intruding on her job and on her ability to do her work and on her just mentality, like mentally, mm -hmm. he's messing with her. And then she's on, she gets on social media because this is, and you tell me again your feelings on this too, but okay. it feels like women always have to strap in and be like, you know, I don't know how you guys feel because this is what she was saying and this is how a lot of women would have responded. Don't bash my, my daughter's father online, however you feel about it. No, I don't love what he did, but I don't want you speaking negatively. So she comes with the, you know, the classy response. I thought it was fairly classy to say, don't, you know, talk about him negatively online. I don't want you to say these things bad about him mm -hmm. just because of what he did. So there's many layers to it. I would love to hear your thoughts on, and, and I will say from my perspective, I've been in a relationship before, obviously before us, but dated someone <laughs> I hope. who, yes, yes, dated someone who, who displayed this type of behavior and it's controlling, it's manipulative. It's like, Ooh, let me, like, even though I know you're really pissed at me right now, like you don't want to deal with me. And I know that cause you told me I'm going to show up at your job where everybody's going to look like, oh, I'm going to bring these roses in. Everybody's like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, look. Like, literally someone letting someone into my job that was secured with a passcode. Like, letting him in because he had flowers. Okay. So is this the part where I yes, peel back your a response. layer? Yes, give your response. Yep. Well, now after you've added that part, I can't say anything. No, <laughs> you can. I still want okay. you to be honest, but okay, I wanted to give. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted uh, to context. really. Yes, the context and my personal experience. And yes. I know I'm not alone. Like there are many women who've had that experience. So yeah. I wanted to say I'm not just saying that because I'm watching it, but because I've also had that experience. Okay. So, yes, um, I think from the outside looking in. Um, under many circumstances, when a husband has messed up, I've never uh, messed up in that way. Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't cheated on my wife and tried to figure out a way to get back with her. But I have, you know, maybe after an argument or after, you know, some disagreement about whatever, I'm trying to figure out a way to kind of find my way back into a space where we, we can reconnect. Because there's always going to be a disconnect in those moments, mm -hmm. whether it's just, you know, you're not really feeling me in the moment or whatever. And so I, I am always trying to find a way to reconnect. Um, have I ever shown up at your job? No. But I will maybe 
invade your day with a couple text messages and just say, I hope you're having a nice day, even though I know you're not going to text me back. <laughs> but you know that's not nearly as invasive. Not, I know, but... But yes, okay. Yes, but, yeah. but I, I'm just saying, and I'm not, you know, in any way, shape, or form taken up for this man because um, I think that he created the scenario and, you know, you weren't... If you had spent more time showing up and being present you know, uh, prior to this, then you mm-hmm. wouldn't have probably been out here sleeping with other people um, if you had been giving her this much attention mm-hmm. before. Because keep in mind, and, and this is going to be a semi-controversial statement, but I thought, we flash back to a month ago, I thought it was interesting when Barack Obama randomly showed up at Michelle's Becoming I think event. you did mention that. You and, did mention that. And I, it just... It I felt you the odd to me mm-hmm. that this was finally her time to 100% get all of the light. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up. And I don't think that his motives were anything like Offset. Mm-hmm. But it was. It felt odd to me that in her time, when it was finally her time mm-hmm. to not be the president's wife, but to be her own person who's on her own tour doing mm-hmm. her own thing, he kind of shows up and then he's a part of the interview. So, mm-hmm. yes, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when that happened, everybody was like, oh, yeah. you know, that's so sweet mm-hmm. that he showed up and, you know, he's going to support her. And, and and so, yes, they're different scenarios. Mm-hmm. But I think that we have to be really clear on is it sweet or is it something that shouldn't happen and be the same all the way across the board? So is it? would it have been okay for Offset to do these things on their anniversary if everything was great. Yes. Or is it also... I think it would have been okay. But is it also still hijacking her stage and, you know, making it about him on her day? I just think it's it's very different circumstances. Okay. Which I think anytime you have a completely opposite circumstance, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to yeah. be different. Your the outcome is going to be different. Yeah. So, and I almost want to say because, you know, just because of things we've read and, and mm-hmm. kind of the feel that they we've gotten for Barack on. and Michelle's yeah. relationship, I feel like maybe he would have even had a conversation because I feel like he respects her at an extremely yeah. high I level. Agree. I think he would have even mentioned, like, they, like, like maybe uh, they planned it. Like, uh, hey, I'm going to uh, stop uh, by. Shall. Yeah, like, you know, I'm going to stop by. Be in town. And I think he would have wanted her to know and just approve yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, I That's feel true. like that respect level, he would have, like, even though it was supposed to be, quote, unquote, a surprise. And like, she I may think be a good actress because she did kind of, to me, she looks surprised. Surprise, yes. Yeah. So but I don't whatever. know. But we'll, I mean, obviously, we, we won't know. But but back to Offset and Cardi. Yes. yes, I feel like it was inappropriate. I think that he's been watching too many movies. And when this happens in movies, um, all the, the women in the theater cheer. And, yeah. you know, this guy is, he's, he's, he's you know, mm-hmm. coming in and he's being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And he's in front of the world. He's confessing his love and his undying devotion. And in a movie, you know, people are like, yeah, that's dope that this person is doing that. And I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, obviously didn't work out that well for homie. You know, had she said, yes, I'll take you back. And everything was, you know, roses and smiles after that. Mm-hmm. Then we would probably not even be having a conversation yeah. about it. I think that part of it is knowing your spouse, knowing um, how they will react to something like that, mm-hmm. and, and knowing that you know 
this is and like you said there were probably other attempts and if she didn't reply or respond to those mm -hmm. then you should have you know got the clue and you know not tried to show up and, and like hijack her stage mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i so. agree it's interesting it's yeah. interesting so we'll see what happens um i don't know i just there's some there's this there's this part of me that just cardi it's something about her. I think she. I mean, she's true to. I think she's very true to who she is. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't try to change, and you know, I, the fact that she gets online and she's like, she doesn't want people bashing him. Yeah. And I don't want you speaking negatively about him. You That's because she's gonna be back with him in a minute, and she, she just want to be. be. It's like <laughs> it's like be. it's like when you tell your auntie yeah. that about something that your guy did, and then uh, he show up at Christmas. Next thing you know, you he's there. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you you like. Uh, Dang, I mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have said nothing because now everybody's giving him the side eye yeah. and they don't want him to get, you know, no potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs>
I we have had a conversation before because as a leader of a nonprofit, um, I don't drive the greatest of cars. And we've had a conversation where I was like, yeah, I wonder what would happen if I were to be able to afford somehow a Range Rover and I pull up in a Range Rover. Do people look at me differently as the leader of a nonprofit? And he is the leader of a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. He's the leader of a church, which happens to be a nonprofit. Are people looking at him differently because of that? I think that's why all of this is controversial. If Jay-Z buys Beyonce a $200,000 Lamborghini, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Gray makes money outside of the church mm-hmm. through his TV shows, mm-hmm. through his books, through mm-hmm. all of these other methods that he has to make money. This man even said, I didn't use any of my salary from the church mm-hmm. to purchase this this car for her. And he said he had been working on it since February mm-hmm. of last year. And the thing is, if he had used his salary, it's his salary. It's his. Whatever amount that they have agreed to pay this man to do the job of running that church, if he wanted to take his entire salary and put it on a car for his wife, mm-hmm. I feel like that's his business. And if the question is, should he be getting paid as much as he's getting paid? That's a whole nother conversation. Now, what he does with the money after he's been paid, thats I don't feel like that's anybody's business. There's people out here who would have took that money, pastors or otherwise, and spent it on prostitutes or spent it on drugs mm-hmm. or spent it on gambling or spent it on whatever else. But people have a problem with this man showing his wife love by buying her a Lamborghini. And I think that that's, there's something wrong with that. It that is. we live in a world where... It's oh you people. He's like most of the people who were saying stuff were church people at that. Absolutely, <laughs> talking, absolutely. Talking about him and his wife were going to hell because he bought her a car. He said on the live, he was like, "You don't go to hell for buying cars. You go to hell because you don't believe in Jesus. You don't serve God. Mm-hmm. You, that's why you go to hell. Mm-hmm. You don't go to hell for buying a car. And you letting your kids cuss you out on Tuesday, <laughs> but you mad that this man <laughs> buy his wife a car." I mean, like that, but that's the thing. It's but like it's so judgmental, it and is. it's so. <laughs> and it's like he's on a Lamborghini level, right? If I bought you the brand new Toyota Corolla, if that's the level that that's I'm what I on, want it. <laughs> and yeah, if that's what you want, and that's the level that I'm on, if we balance this thing out by you know comparing it to salaries. That might be the exact equivalent mm-hmm. of me buying you a Toyota Corolla brand right. new off the lot. And would people have an issue with that? No. They would be like, oh, it's, it's, oh. It's, she got, oh, she little, got that bum-ass Toyota. Bought her, he bought her a little Toyota. <laughs> a little Toyota. Kyla, I see you with it's, your little toy. But it really, yes. <laughs> but it, and it really boils down to judgment, A, yeah. which is a key thing that you're not supposed to do when you're a so-called Christian. Yeah. And the fact that I get to judge you based on what I think you're supposed to be doing or not supposed to be doing. Don't come, you know, not putting any of my stuff out there or you because you don't know what I'm doing in my house. But because your stuff is public and it's in the in the limelight and I know and it's all on the news, I get to talk about it and I get to have a comment. It's just it's it's unfortunate. And these are the reasons why people run from the church. Yeah, these are the reasons. There's there's plenty of reasons. um, And that is definitely one of the leading reasons. And it's not. Because this man is buying his wife a car. It's not. Man, that's crazy, it man. Is. It's so it's interesting. And and I said to you the other day that I can only imagine how she feels because mm-hmm. he's taking all of this flack 
and all of the scrutiny because of something she desired. And, and he didn't go out and get her get it for her just off willy nilly. But even if he did, even if he did, even but he did. he said this is what she, like she specifically requested this car. Yeah. She wanted it, and so he went and got it because it's what she wanted. If she would have said, I guarantee, if if she would have said to him, "Honey, I want the." Um, you know, a used <laughs> Benz truck or yeah. I want a Jeep, he would have went and got the Jeep. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like he's trying to meet the desires of her heart and doing it again with money that he's worked to earn. If he was giving all that money to the church or to, you know, in addition to his tithes or whatever, no one would have anything to say about it. It's just... It's, it's stupid. And if this man could have went out and bought her half a million dollars worth of stock in some company and nobody would have ever mm-hmm. known. And then y'all would have A had crazy company. It could have yeah. been a... <laughs> it could have been... Any, but the thing is, like, it's company. like it, people just don't want to know. Yeah. Right. They don't want to know. And if they do know, they're going to scrutinize then it. And it's a problem, man. That's, that's so, I don't know. Shout, and, and, you know, it's not like we're you know, president and co-president of the <laughs> Pastor John Gray fan club. Like yeah. we, you know, but but we also are not fans of people just judging and scrutinizing someone just because they want to live their life a certain mm-hmm. way. And I don't, that's not. I don't know John Gray. Like I said, he seems like a genuine person. It's mm-hmm. ultimately not up to me to determine. I don't have a heaven or a hell to send him to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's just. Whatever. I, I am a huge, we're not fans of the, the fan club, but we're uh, huge fans of marriage in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we appreciate people taking time out right. to show love to their spouses. I mean, like if this man has spent $200,000 to buy a car for some mistress. Exactly. That's a whole different thing. But <laughs> right. we're talking about his this wife. man for his, <laughs> his wife. wife. His Who wife. Who he adores and never shies away from. His wife. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like. On one hand, it'd be, you know, on one hand, on one side of your mouth, people love that he taught that he, you know, black love. He's talking about his wife. He adores his wife. But he goes and buys her car and then it's a problem. Like we, you cannot please people. Some of that is jealousy. Some of it is jealousy. A lot of that, a lot of it is jealousy Mm -hmm. because you, you're mad that you don't have somebody who would invest in you that way Mm -hmm. or who would, you know, really just like sprinkle the, that type of love on you or you're the person who you don't take care of your own wife. Right. You know, you right. know that you could do more than what you're mm-hmm. doing and you don't want you like, you know that your wife's love language is gifts and you want to just keep giving her hugs. She don't want that shit. <laughs> she don't want that. <laughs> she, she does it. She, she wants gifts. She wants you to buy her something. <laughs> and it could be a mani-pedi. Right. I mean, she, and she would be so over the but moon excited. But you like, excited. nah, I'm but just going to keep giving her these hugs. Nope. These hugs is free. That ain't good enough for you. Mm-mm. You selfish. Like, then yeah. you turn it around on her. Yeah. And the thing is, he could be, I would I would be willing to bet that he has given above and beyond that 200000 toward whether it's organizations, charities, yeah. the church, whether it's like over the years, even maybe not in one year, but over the years. But no one has kept a tally. No I one's like keeping that. a tally of that. I don't know. It's just we got to stop judging people. Just just love on people. Like, again, like you said, if it, if it was to a mistress or if it was, yeah. you know, out of church money, mm-hmm. then, yes, it's a problem. Yeah. But when people are working and trying to live, you know, they're, they're living and doing what they feel is right, what is honorable to God. Like you said, he has the final say. And it's his wife. It's his wife. <laughs> and son. he wanted to buy her a gift. It's and his so. wife. 
no harm done. I feel like this is like the Allen Iverson practice thing. His wife. His wife. His wife. We talking about 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 his wife. Not the mistress. The wife. Not the gambling. The wife. But his wife. Yes. We talking about yes. his wife. Ventilation. We kind of vented on that a little bit. On John and Aventer? Yeah. But, you know, using that, that thread into the next one, it is the holiday season. Mm-hmm. It is the time that uh, people are thinking about gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, people are thinking about showing love. Um, and, you know, our girls are getting older. Mm-hmm. They their, are. their gifts have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we are no longer in the toy aisle. We're not. No more toys. No more toys. But what we decided to do was participate in a couple toy drives mm-hmm. this year. It was really great. Um, I still have a problem with the toy aisle. <laughs> still got <laughs> a problem. Like to go back. Still got a problem with the toy aisle. Yep. There are not enough. No, there's POCs. no DEI. <laughs> there's no the POCs aisle. in the toy aisle. Yep. Princesses POCs of color or DEI. <laughs> What is DEI? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. <laughs> I hope I said uh, that right. I, I think equity. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity. What? Yeah, that sounds great. Yep. Um, I, I still can't find Princess Tiana. Mm. She's nowhere to and be you found. You really went on a search. I be searching. <laughs> mm-hmm. I be searching. Tiana mm-hmm. needs love too. She does. She's from the Bayou. She is from the Bayou. I mean, Mama Odie. How many other princesses are from the United States? For one, I don't know where these princesses are from, but she's from New Orleans. <laughs> She is from New Orleans. Aren't they? They're none of them are from the United States. Wait, they, do we ever? They don't talk about it. They don't they be don't like, yeah, about where they're from. Snow White's in New Jersey. You just I mean, like we're in Australia. Know. I don't know where they are. I don't either. They're in the Disney verse. Okay. Where's Merida with Brave? She's she in a cave. She's in a cave she somewhere. She definitely ain't from nowhere. Uh, she might be in Montana. She might be. Well, okay, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> She's not on. in Montana. Anyway, <laughs> they don't show no love to Princess Tiana, um, and so this this year I bought a lot of toys for different toy drives and I went on a quest to find toys that have black faces. Mm -hmm. Not toys in blackface, but toys that are black characters because uh, representation matters. Mm -hmm. And most of the children who will be getting these toys live in our communities Mm -hmm. and they look like us and I think that they should have toys that look like them. So I found some some, uh, Shuri from uh, Black Panther Mm -hmm. and, you know, I found a couple... Uh, Lando's from uh, it, Donald Glover from yes. Star Wars okay. and, and some other toys. So, you know, our girls aren't into toys. We've kind of had to flip it and, and find some other kids to buy toys for. Our girls are asking for clothes. <laughs> Lip gloss. Lip gloss. Lord <laughs> Jesus. The little gel <laughs> toothbrushes. Baby hair <laughs> gel. Kelly one. Slick. Let me slick these edges real fast. <laughs> Can I get a special can toothbrush the, just for my edges? Give me, buy me a thing of gel. Can I get a light for the mirror? And a, yeah, that, <laughs> quietly, that is probably when she wants one of those loomy, loomy things oh to put <laughs> on her phone or put somewhere. One of those ring lights. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh gosh, she you get, never leave the bathroom. But yeah, so as the girls are 12 and 14, their gifts have changed. Yes. Uh, they're looking for clothes and mm-hmm. shoes. And, shoes, yeah. And lip gloss. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different quest. Yeah, very different. What do you want for Christmas? Oh my goodness! I didn't know why. Why are you asking me this here? I don't. You know, I don't do well with saying. Well, I did want a coat. Mm-hmm. Um, check. A check. <laughs> Already got that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. I okay. just yeah. 
I don't either. I That's just the value thing. the time together, I guess, more so. I don't know. That sounds like corny and cliche-ish. No, but if that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to hang out, too. But um, I haven't I haven't really considered. <laughs> I, I would like to have a paper shredder. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, we, we're the kind of old. Yes. We're, we're the kind of old where Christmas we want honey, uh, a paper shredder. Yes, office supplies. <laughs> And the reason I need a paper shredder is because, you know, as as you know, of course, um, we have been, you know, working with my dad a lot this year. He's 77, um, and he's been going through a lot this year. This has been a tough year. It has. Um, he started the year kind of beaten cancer uh, and then ended up with, you know, uh, below-the-knee amputation and it's just, it's a lot going on. So now he's in a wheelchair. I'm helping him with his bills. And every time I come from his house, I have 9,000 pieces of mail. Literally 9,000. That I have to go through. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration. And being having to rip it up by hand, you know, is, is starting to become a tedious task. Uh, so having a paper shredder will help. But um, I, I don't know. It's, it's. It's an odd scenario to be in as the youngest of his kids to be the one who's kind of responsible for all of this stuff, um, trying to find ways to help him pay for medical bills, and uh, he's on a fixed income. And it's it's really interesting because I don't understand exactly how he is, you know, like if it wasn't for, for us being able to contribute – I'm not sure how he's supposed to pay for these bills Mm -hmm. when you get the same amount of money every single month. That's just enough to cover your actual bills Mm -hmm. and, you know, your living circumstances. And now he's had um, by the last statement I looked at, he's had three hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars worth of medical bills that have gone to insurance. They've covered the majority of it. But, you know, we're trying to figure out like the other six, seven thousand dollars, like where exactly is this seven thousand dollars coming from when you have an adult you know who is not working and unable to work you know who is disabled and you're trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. like so i'm in a new position you have been super supportive in this journey and it's just new you know because Mm -hmm. we come from a place where our parents have taken care of us and now we're at the ages where we're starting to have to be more concerned about our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents are still living in this huge house that you grew up in, and it's a lot more difficult for them to make it up and down mm-hmm. the flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. And there's no need for them to still be in this house. Yeah, but, because, they, but no one will listen. Yeah, because there's not three kids <laughs> no, living in the house no with kids, them anymore. There's no kids, just the two of them in this big house. Yeah. That, yeah. They just, we're so, so trying to convince them to downsize. Yeah. And, you know, and I understand and there are memories and there are you yeah. know lots of things tied to that house. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's just a very different place to be in. It is. I think for your dad, especially because he went from being so independent mm-hmm. from being able um, to, from being the person that people were able to rely on yeah. to being self, he was being, you know, he was self-sufficient to, to now having to rely on other people. Yeah. And it happened which in is, a very he short, hates. he hates, he hates it. He hates having to depend he, on people yep. to do anything. Yep. And it happened in a short period of time. It yeah. wasn't like he had two years to make this transition. No. It happened in months. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's been tough. It's been, you know, it's, I can tell how hard it is for him to have yeah. to kind of adjust to this new phase of life. But, you know, m- most days he's in great spirits mm-hmm. and, you know, it, 
you know, if nothing else, my dad has kept his sense of humor. Definitely. And, you know, he's still talking crazy. And his personality is still there, yeah. which is which is huge. It's because great. I it's had grandparents great. who, as the, you know, as they aged and as they... Um, as their health started to suffer, their minds did as well. Yeah. So it w- we were losing both. Yeah. With him, his physical has, has changed quite a bit, mm-hmm. but his mind is still quite there. He's, yes, he's still, More he's, than he's it, still yeah. very much his <laughs> same self, which is great. So yeah. that's comforting because you don't want yeah. to, you know, you don't, don't want him both. to lose himself exactly. as he's losing his other things mm-hmm. and losing his independence and, you know, he's he's still himself and he has the same personality and uh, sense of humor and he didn't let his little beard grow he in. Yeah, I told him he was like, I said, who are you rolling down <laughs> Post Road trying to get with? Which <laughs> you out here in these streets. Picture me rolling. <laughs> Picture me rolling. Yeah, so so, so yeah, it's just yeah. a different position now we're in it right is. now and we are the, you know, adult children mm-hmm. trying to figure out, you know, how to encourage our parents to listen to us. And, and and them so <laughs> and them having to understand that it's time to kind of almost change positions mm-hmm. where you know you trust us enough mm-hmm. that we know what we're talking about and we're making suggestions because we care about you mm-hmm. and it's like the same it's the reverse situation of growing up where they would tell us things because they love us mm-hmm. and they're trying to guide us to a place and we were like nah we know yep. what we're talking about mm-hmm. and then now it's the opposite where. You know, we're trying to encourage them, and they like, you know, we grown. Yeah. My dad yeah. always tells me, I'm your daddy. You're not mine. <laughs> and that's exactly how he said Oh, goodness. So keep, yeah, keep us in your prayers. It's interesting. And I think that it has really, um, I've learned a lot this year just around barriers for people who are yeah. low income or who are aging or who mm-hmm. are um, young and lack access to transportation. And maybe yeah. it's a cyclical thing for their family where they've, it's been, you know, something that they've dealt with generation after generation. So I've learned a lot this year. Yeah. And w- we were talking about kind of how this has opened our eyes to, especially with the demographic of older people mm-hmm. of senior citizens and elderly. So once they get a certain age and they're on that fixed income, and even if they are still independent, which I guess your dad would still technically be independent because yeah. he's not in a home, but, um, not having access to, I guess, consistent, like we were talking about, okay, well, if he, he has like eyeglasses that are ready, that he but needs to he pick needs up. to pick them Nobody up. Nobody will take him he to pick them up. He can't get to pick up. He has to go. It's yeah. not, they can't get, cause I'm, I was asking about delivery yeah. and he said, no, I have to go get them cause they have to fit them yeah. for me. So and make sure that the prescription is right. Yeah. And and All then, these barriers. And, and I didn't know that this has been going on. He said for three months mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, this, this is the first time forth. you've mentioned it. Right. It's like, I definitely could have taken you on on a Friday because they're not open on the weekend. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just a it's lot. A lot. It's a lot. And it forces you to really reconcile a lot of things that you ju- we just haven't had to deal with before. Yeah. We've been very fortunate. We've been very blessed and very fortunate to not have to think about these things yeah. before. But now we do. So it's an adjustment period. It is. And, you know, I, I'm just really thankful, you know, that this has been a great year for us. You know? It has been. You know, as we are starting to close out this year, thinking about, you know, being in a position financially to buy our home. And in a position financially to support other people's kids um, so that Mm -hmm. they can have the type of Christmases that we had when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And being in a position where we can go back and help our parents, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it is, you know, through gifts or gift certificates or you know, giving like your mom sent a list for the first time ever so funny. for Christmas. <laughs> ever. Uh, she never asked for anything. Yeah. And so like I, I love that God has us in a position where we can actually um 
be those kids that our parents always dreamed that we would be, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I just want that for our girls, you know, that when they're adults, they will be, you know, adults that we are proud of and they're going to come back and they're going to take care of us and, mm-hmm. you know, um, help us with whatever it is that we need help mm-hmm. with. Um, you know, like when I have to go into the attic with your, you know, to help your mom put <laughs> back the stuff, that is a dangerous situa- it is situation. so dangerous. <laughs> it is so dangerous. And I'm sure that the ladder is beyond my weight. It is beyond <laughs> everyone's weight or ability that ladder you know i just i'm thankful to be in a position you know as we close out 2018 to be in a position where we can be helpful Mm -hmm. to our parents and helpful to our communities um Mm -hmm. and you know just really be in a a position to uh add yeah you know i think that a lot of times you know there's a lot of people in in our world who only look to take and they try to see what they can get from a situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that, you know, all of the lessons learned um, have led to us being people that want to give to our community and want to um, plant these seeds and, and help other people. Yeah. So that's dope. Yeah, it is. I'm really grateful. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Does that do it? That does it. This is our last episode of 2018. Yes, it is. We appreciate you guys for riding with us. We did four episodes this year. We did did more than four. But it has certainly been a little less consistent. You know, this year has just been, it's been life. Like, it's been a lot. And that's okay. Everybody, I think anyone who's listening understands. It happens. But we here we are. We showed up. And we're going to be real for y'all. I mean, we're not going to attempt to do a weekly episode. We're going to do episodes when we have time, once kids are in the bed and once, you know, when we're not super exhausted. Yeah. And we're handling all it. Like, guys, this is not like these podcasts that you listen to, you know, Maybe we'll get to that level one day if if well, we got God seems fit and we yeah. yeah but right now go. we're doing it all. We're at our kitchen table right now. Yeah. <laughs> we plugged in, and we're you know managing and Alan's editing and and we're doing the uploads and all. we're doing the social media. So we're we're trying to put this out because we do believe there's an audience for this that people need encouragement and they need to talk about real life circumstances around marriage and relationships and. Um, just to have that and build that community. So we're we're here for that, and we're grateful for that, and we're happy. But just, you know, we, we're asking for that grace, too, because, you know, we haven't put them out as often as maybe we would have liked because life. Yeah. So, But we're still here. We're still showing we up. All here. we can do is show up. <laughs> we are here in these streets. We are. Um, but, you know, this is our last episode of 2018. Um, you guys be safe as you're going into 2019. Don't make yourself a whole bunch of promises that you know you ain't going to keep. That's right. And um, give yourself grace. Yeah, give yourself that grace. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Give yourself give grace. Give yourself grace. Um, until the next time. Until next year. See until you next, next year. Ooh. Are you, are you that person who says <laughs> that at work? No, I'm not. <laughs> but people love. And you know, and the people who <laughs> the people who do love to say, they look at you and they're like, see you next year. And they, they can't wait to say it. <laughs> I can't wait I to say it. Since third grade. <laughs> new year, new you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Wait, are you? Are we the meme with the girl stepping it, stepping onto the 2019 step and leaving the 2018 step? Leaving everything behind. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Oh, we love y'all. We love y'all. We really do. And till the next time. Love each other.